This week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by the Wakanda Forever Collection of Max's Rocks, made of high-quality vibranium. For when you want to take her to places that no one else has ever seen. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And that's not a real thing. No, but I bet you wish it was. But Max's Rocks is a jewelry store in our science fiction comedy book series called... Prison Dad! And Wakanda's a place that we all kind of wish existed. Yeah. Well, I mean, by all of us, I mean everyone except for Donald Trump and his white nationalists. I don't really care about what they want. So, um, we're here to talk about Black Panther. We know we are a week late in... Putting this podcast out because the movie's been out for a week, but considering the fact that the 3.30 showing in Oaks, Pennsylvania was sold out, I think that there's some people still probably checking it still out. checking it out. Plus, you know people. what? It, we was have very, it was a packed house, even packed though house. we got there an hour early, got our tickets. Yeah. There's uh-huh. still a ton of people. Right. So a lot of people are checking it out. Yeah. Plus, you know, it was my fault because I went to see my nephew last weekend. And no. you know, I wasn't around. Well, you know, there was there was travel, there was family stuff, there was uh, illnesses. I was sick. You yep. were sick. Yep. Everybody's been getting this evil flu. I didn't get Some the flu. Some of our listeners probably have it. Yeah. Kristen had the flu. I did, did. not have the flu. It's but, uh, cool. so obviously if you have any access to any kind of media anywhere, you know that this movie is awesome. We are going to talk about in this podcast, uh, that assuming you've seen the movie. Yes. So this is spoiler, spoiler loaded. But before we go on, we just want to say that March 17th and 18th, we will be at the Lehigh Valley Itzacon. Itzacon! This is a free con that takes place in the South Mall in, uh, I guess it's technically Allentown, but I kind of like consider that stuff um, Emmaus. You know? Right. I, I think that's Emmaus. It's right by Shangies. If you like... Um, quality beer. Quality beer and lots of it. Um just gotta say We're that. gonna be hitting Shangies up after it's a con to pick right. up some quality brews. On 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 the seventeenth, yes, we will. What we like to do, and you know, for readers that haven't been to Shangies before, you can do like a mix and match six pack, yeah. and then you get to try all kinds of fun beers mm-hmm. that you might you don't know if you're gonna love them or not. Mm-hmm. So you get to try like a bunch of different kinds. Uh-huh. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of choices. Yeah, and it's not like your normal. You know, there's a lot of places that do uh, mix and match six packs now. Shangies though has like everything, everything, like so many cool beers. Such um, an awesome place with lots of like sexy ladies on them and all kinds of fun flavors. That's so. how Kristen picks her beer. So once again, I do. Uh, I like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a con. It's a free con. So just keep that in fact in mind too. So you can bring your kids and stuff like that. It's free. It's a uh, cosplay stuff. I will we'll be, be selling wearing books. some form of costume because I always do. So I fun. will be wearing a hoodie. With some As kind of thing. every day, Jeff. I don't wear costumes every day because I do have a day job. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, we got It's a Con coming up 17th, 18th of March, which will be fun. Um, and, um, yeah, we're sorry for taking a couple weeks off, but you know what? Life happens, and let's get into our general thoughts about Black Panther. It, to me, um, my expectations were high because it's been out for, like, ten days, and a lot of people we know have seen it, but it actually exceeded my expectations. I feel the same way. I thought it was a really good-looking movie. Yes. I didn't know what to expect, because I'm not very familiar with Black Panther comics. I'm familiar with the Black Um, Panther character, but I'm not that familiar with Wakanda. Yeah, I was only really familiar with the Black Panther from the Avengers movies, so I didn't know that much. I mean, I knew, like, his father. I knew that, you know, they came from Wakanda, but I didn't know all of, like, the lore. Right. Um, I had read a course on the internet about, you know, how they... uh, 
have this amazing culture and city that's sort of hidden from the world, um, and that they had, uh, his sister is brilliant and on par with, with, um, Tony, so she's able to create amazing creations, and I absolutely love that. They did such a cool job of that in the movie, showing her inventing things and, you know, doing this whole, like, 007, like, cool gadgets for her brother, but also using the technology to for medical advances. Yes. Um, so that was awesome to see like a woman who's really good at at technology and, and being successful and being respected for that. Um, just, it was a really cool movie to look at. And I loved how they brought in a lot of elements of African culture, um, in a beautiful way. Um, the, the guys that were like the, 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 um, plates in their lips and the sort of intentional scarring that they do. Um, the Killmonger had all over himself, but they had it on, you know, other people's like faces and, um, you know, the, the use of beads that they, you know, use the beads, but they had a purpose, the dancing, the music, with the music and the drums and, and the, the clothing. Um, but just, it was, just really cool it was a totally interesting like world that they created that was very you know fun and exciting to sort of see like the possibilities of like an an african-american culture that got to be successful yeah um so i thought it was really exciting and and very beautiful and it exceeded my expectations um just in that it created so much hope yeah, you know, for the for the future and for people working together and being respectful of each other's cultures. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I I have nothing. I have nothing to add on top of what you you just said. I mean, you you really nailed it um, with everything there. That monologue was was great, and that's not even rehearsed. She just kind of came it up. up. Yeah. That's <laughs> still surprised me, my best friend. Aw, thanks, Bestie. So, um, you know, the costumes. Um, the costumes were great. Yeah, so what was really cool about the costumes is not only that they, like, sort of um, used, like, African-American cultural garb, but everything had a purpose. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they created these beautiful textiles and jewelry, but it also had, like, technology behind it that allowed the characters to be powerful. And yeah. that was really kind of like a beautiful metaphor and yeah. and also just it looked really cool fashion and function if right. you will to like the nth degree like right. his his awesome like necklace that looked like the panther teeth yeah. and then it like covered his whole body and kept him safe so that he could battle yeah while we're on the Super subject of that cool. we should we should um, you know cuz this will semi breach into our next topic which is the tech that we saw but um you know, I really feel that his, like, nano armor there, that's just a necklace that turns into his suit, that's totally, I think, what we see teased in the Infinity War promo. Because we see Tony wearing something around his neck that we feel like could be the nano armor, and his armor could just spring from that. Yeah. I have a feeling, like, you know, wherever Tony is, he's going to get the call that Bruce Banner showed up at the Sanctum, you know, and to go meet, probably meet Doctor Strange. You probably never met him before. Yeah, and see his old cool. friend because, you know, I mean, I was watching Ragnarok yesterday, and it, and Thor says, you know, that was two years ago we defeated Ultron. Yeah. So you know, so Tony at this point is probably even longer, or maybe not. Maybe that's actually because we see Thanos' ship show up. So it's no, but it has to be later. It has to be later because Thor is like left out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and then the 
Guardians pick him up. Yeah. And we know that the Guardians timeline is behind. Yeah, but Groot's know, also like teenage Groot too. Teenage Groot. So anyway, yeah. we're gonna figure that out. We're not here to talk about that. We can talk about that at the end of the end of yeah, this too. Yeah, but the tech in this stuff. is so cool. So yeah. the first time I ever heard about like nanobots was in a Dean Koontz novel I read, probably like in the early or mid two thousands. Um, but it's such a cool idea. If you're not familiar with it, it's like these tiny robots, essentially, that are like, I mean, they could be like infinitesimally tiny, and they all can work together to, cr- you know, create suits of armor, to create monsters that you can't even imagine, um, to combat disease. Like, it's such a fascinating idea to think about, like, using computers to create technology that's so tiny that the applications are things that we can't even comprehend. I always think of the Borg from Star Trek. uh, The Borg will always have the nanobots that always um, infected the people. You know, that's how they turn them into the space zombies. Yeah. I mean, so, but in this case, they used it to make, like, this super cool suit of armor. Yeah. It came out of nothing. came out of the necklace. It's all in his necklace, and then it just, like, springs out, you know. That was cool So neat. The drone piloting, where it was instead of just watching the screen, the camera view, you're actually sitting in there. It was neat. The sand tables, where he could he could pick up the truck and he could look at who was inside of it and see yeah. which you know because he knew what he picked up the truck that had his you know his girl in there. Yeah, and then they had the cool phones, like the ability to sort of talk to each other and like you get see like the a torso. Little, yeah, torso of the person you were talking to. And it was on the wrist, or they had yeah on their wrist, on their wrist, on their beads, and they had like these um little discs that they put on that were like flesh toned Mm -hmm. and they could put them on somebody else and hear what that person was doing in a different room. Exactly. Um, just like so many cool things. I think you probably have to watch it a couple times. So many cool gadgets. I love gadgets. The really fun scene too was when they were driving the cars that were made of the um, vibranium. vibranium material and then it was like the cars could go through anything and they could get shot at and they could drive over other cars and it didn't matter but only vibranium could stop them exactly so yeah. like and then you see like sort of like um black panther like uses his t- his suit to like turn the car and he's like riding on the road um that was really cool because it was very inventive that they had to think about like how would this material actually like work in the real world? Right. Um, that was fun. And again, his sister was driving it remotely. Right. From, he was like, just using it as Wakanda, like a chariot, kind of. You which know, was really neat. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of fun because she got to be in on the action, but she was totally safe where she was in Wakanda. And, right. Um. Yeah. No. That. But the technology was so cool. Um. I really enjoyed that, and I really do feel like she was. Just as smart as, as Tony she stole, Stark. And, she stole some of the scenes, you know. She was, yeah. First off, she's adorable. She's so cute. I'm going to I'm gonna start sending her some letters, you know, let her I know how I feel. I loved how she had, like, the little Princess Leia buns yeah. and braids when you first see her. So she's, like, establishing herself as, like, a badass princess. Like, not somebody that's going to, like, take a back seat and be pretty. Right. Like, she wants to get in there in the action. And she's so brave. Mm-hmm. You know. She, she joins the battle. Yeah, she joins the battle. She has everybody's back. She's, like, figuring out ways to get ahead of the curve. And, um, yeah, she, what a cool, cool character. So my question to you is, do you think that she's interested in uh, 38-year-old um, white men from Philadelphia? <laughs> Who, who, I'm married, but uh, you know, got a kid. Uh, you know, I, hey, I went to grad school. I have a good job. Maybe, maybe. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to discount that. She might think you're kind of cute. I don't know. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know, 
probably a, a lot older than her. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so anyway, regardless, <laughs> anyway, if you're Michael B. Jordan no. was incredible in this movie. Yeah, he like, was. His body was jacked, son. Woo! I thought he looked good in Creed, noticed. but he was like so like big and oh, yeah? strong. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was impressed. Uh-huh. Were you? That dude like really worked it? it out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I mean, he played a really evil character, but he looked good doing it. Oh my! Yeah, I loved the hair too. Yeah, um, so I loved cool you know, how the African American women sometimes they had like completely shaved heads, or they would have like the little mini fros, but it was like so cool. Like, and I, I had read online that they were all trying to go for like natural hair look. Um, I loved when they made the one woman who was like a warrior wear the wig, and she was like, "Oh, this is so like disrespectful." Like, and I was like, "Yeah," because she looked so beautiful and strong without any hair. And was then that Michonne? Had- was that? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, she yes, would, it wasn't when, shown. That's when right. they were in like South Korea, and she had the wig on. She's like, "Oh, like I want this off of me," because she looked so beautiful without without it. Yeah, and we're always so used to seeing her with the, the dreads, you yeah. know, all the time. Yeah, I mean, a lot she's of our listeners we know do, do listen you know, to watch. I, the I love Dead. Michael B. Jordan's hair. Like they did really cool things with it. Like like either it was kind of like up and funky, like kind of a Coolio look, but then when he was like the king, they had it like braided back in a really neat way. Like. I don't know, I just, I really liked seeing what they did with, like, the African-American hair, just sort of letting it look like people that you see. Yeah. And not, like, making it look like Hollywood, like, right, exactly. or yep. whatever, or, like, making them wear wigs. Like, that was super cool. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I totally hear you. We should talk about uh, the accents, too. Now, you, right. you were talking about how you saw um, Chadwick Boseman, who plays uh, T'Challa on... Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. And so so the language that they speak as Wakandan is actually like a uh, language that's spoken in South Africa. And I think it's pronounced Sosha or Zosha. Um, but but essentially it's a it's a African dialect. And so I know like when they're when they were working on how they wanted to sound in this movie, they really wanted to sound like authentic, you know, African accent. They didn't want it to sound English or like they'd ever been colonized because Wakanda never was, right? It's like one of the few places in Africa that wasn't ruined by white people. Right. Um, and I say that as a white person, you know, that sucks. Well, it's what it's, it sucks. It's the what truth. Happens. Yeah. So <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was really cool that they, they paid. It wasn't like, our fault. I mean. No, I mean, we yeah, weren't no. there. I was Irish, so we didn't really get to You guys were getting oppressed on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a potato famine, but, um, you know. <laughs> The other day at work, it was kind of funny. So, like, I'm Irish, and then my boss is from India, and one of our coworkers is from England, like, his ancestors are, and he was trying to tell us about, like, the glory of the English people, and I was like, no, 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 I'm like, you're talking to two groups that were oppressed by your people, yeah. and you're not going to win this argument. No. <laughs> There's, um, just to finish that round off, that tangent, one of my favorite things The Daily Show ever did was they had, um, it was Samantha Bee was still on. John Oliver was still on, and um, I can't remember. I can see his face. He's in movies now. I can't. I can't think of his name. Oh, is that the guy from The Big Sick? No, it's not that guy. No, he wasn't on that. No, no, no. He he's a guy. He's been in um, other other movies. It's gonna drive me nuts, and um, I'm gonna think of it as soon as we're off. It's not Hassan Minaj. Cause he's the guy's on there now. Yeah. Um, it's it starts with an A. But anyway, I'm not gonna look it up now. Um, but they they were having a conversation about um, um, 
you know, like uh, Canada, Canada's dependence on the British Empire oh, still, yeah. on, the, on the British still, and like how um, you know India broke it, and so it was like John Oliver, like like talking to me at the be like, come on, come back over, boy. She's like, I really should see what the Queen's doing. And then the other guy's like, no, 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 stop, it. don't listen to John Oliver. And John Stewart was just trying to like mediate. Everybody. It's one of my favorite things from the Daily Show of all time. It is pretty fun. I like it when John Oliver makes fun of how evil the English are. It's gonna drive but me anyway. who his name is because he's in yeah, so he's in like he has like serious roles in movies now. Like so I think it was really cool that even like that little attention detail yeah. to like make it clear There's that so like, much Wakanda was never colonized. No. So they are going to have their own way of speaking. They're going to speak an authentic language. Their accents are all going to reflect that. Nobody's going to have like English inflections. No. That's super cool. Brilliant. Yeah, very cool. So the humor in this movie was so smart. It was so... Like, the jokes were, like, spot on, like, you know. I like that it was very understated. Yeah. Which was appropriate, I think, for, and a lot of it to me was, like, culture clashing. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the moments that made me laugh were really when, like, Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger, was sort of speaking in, like, you know, a California urban dialect against, like, the Wakanda way of, of speaking, which was very sort of, like, like a high language, like very respectful, yes. very, you okay. know, carefully thought out right, as right. opposed to like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. So I really like that sort of, um, you know, juxtaposition. Um, and both treated respectfully. Yeah. But it was just like, this is different. Like but When they know. went to go see the, the, the mountain folk, you know, for help, and they like went on this big Yeah, speech, that guy was like, really funny. Yeah. No. He, had no. he had no interest in like putting up with people's BS. No. He's like, what do you want? Hold on, whatever you're thinking, that's not going to work. Let me show you what's going to work. And you don't talk. I love that part when he was like, just kidding, we're vegetarians. <laughs> uh, Shuri, the sister, she had some great lines too. Because, you know, her lines were just so adorable, like the, the way she delivered them too. But the main focus here with, with the humor in this movie is that it did not have a, a, a fraction of the laugh out loud moments that was the last movie we got. From the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which was Ragnarok. Yeah. Which was, I watched it yesterday. I watched it Friday. So, just so you guys know, you can get it on Amazon Prime now to own. Or, if you pre-ordered it, like, (laughs) if you pre-ordered it, like, months ago on Amazon Prime, they screwed up and they gave it to everybody, like, months early. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I just bought it this weekend, so I was watching it, too. I didn't even realize it was there. (laughs) Yeah, like, that movie is, like, really trying to make you, like, it's very laugh out loud funny, and then you know we're used to like Tony Stark with his little one liners. He's got which great one liners, right? Exactly. This was way more understated humor, but I liked the moments that they chose to yeah. like make you laugh. It broke you know. the tension too, and it you know in every movie is something like that too. So um, you know the the humor level was great. Uh, some Easter eggs that we should talk in here. Um, the sneakers. First of all, it was hysterical. Yeah. She's like, they don't make a sound. I call them sneakers. Yeah, that was really <laughs> adorable. And then she was saying that it was, it was the idea came from a movie that her dad used to watch. That was an old American movie, which I was like, what is she talking about? Back to well, the Future, too. Yeah, too. because Marty McFly had the sneakers that put themselves on. Um, so that was pretty cool. I loved uh, during the Senate, you know, how, how he said uh, during the UN, the address of the UN, he goes... You know, only fools build walls. And the wise build bridges, which like, is, yeah, such a great message What an awesome right dig at that jackass in the White House, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that the way forward in the world is that we start respecting each other more and yeah. caring about what other people are going through. It's not just about being insular and, and walling yourself off from other cultures or ways of thinking. Like, we have to save each other. We have to be there for each other. And, you know... Because when the aliens come... Yeah. I'm not helping any Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that, that should bring up, you know, we should talk about that, how, you know, Nazis who are jerks, we have a podcast called Nazis Are Jerks. Yep. Um, you know, they're always the bad guys. Always. Um, always. You know, and, and in that podcast we talk about, you know, what, what's it like for those people when they watch like a World War II movie when they hit the end, they're like, oh man. We lost. The Nazis get defeated again. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, you are. So, um, you know, <laughs> how dumb was it that, that Nazis, you know, tried to derail this movie from Rotten Tomato, um, you know, posts before it even yeah, came out? Like, or that tacky garbage that, like, white supremacist garbage people are doing where they pretended to get beaten up at, like, Black Yeah, Panther fake shows. posts about Kiss it? my ass. Listen, no. You Breitbart loving, you know. Yeah, like you guys want to hate on everybody else, but the rest of the world is here trying to love each other and be cool with each other and bring each other up and not crap on each other and put each other down. It's another so reason if you why you want to stay off there in your own little crapo worlds with your shaved Listen, heads and th- your own they did, bullshit. Those people didn't like, get this far into the podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying for the people that are listening, like. Those people are going to be all alone on an island somewhere, and no one's going to help them. But we have each other's back, and I think that's cool. Let's work together. Yeah, I Build mean, bridges. it's just another reason why I don't like Rotten Tomatoes and don't trust it. But or not and white supremacists. Uh, other Easter eggs. We talked about um, Killmonger. He so he his thing was and spoiler alert a little bit. But no, no, no. This whole like, podcast is a yeah, spoiler. To like. Put weapons into the hands of war war dogs, war dogs yeah. that he had situated in different places in the world. Because yeah. you know the guy was a vet yeah. and he was you know he knew like different people in different places in the world. So he was going to send them weapons from Wakanda so that they could start a revolution. Um, but what we found out after is when we thought about it, yeah, so we realized that the locations that he was sending all these weapons. They match the locations of all of Doctor Strange's sanctums. Yeah, well, so that's kind of interesting. Well, maybe uh, maybe he well, is running the show. I mean, now, maybe but... it's like areas of power yeah. in the world, right? So, like, but they are those sanctums, the yeah. London, New York, Hong were Kong, sort yeah. of situated, right? Right, exactly. So it's kind of interesting. Now, yeah, you know, yeah, that was interesting. Um, so B- Bucky is the White Wolf. Yeah, White Wolf is an adopted boy who grows up in Wakanda and and deals with a lot of racial issues. Being the only white person in Wakanda, but they said they don't think that's actually going to be what they do for Bucky's storyline. No, but it was cool naming him that though. Yeah, was... and it was cool that he was there and that um, you know Shuri was. was well, that's helping if you didn't stay him. after the credits. Bucky Barnes was like on an isolated area with. Um, T'Challa's little sister, yeah. you know, being healed and deprogrammed. I don't think that was so an island. Can... I think that was just like a yeah, well, yeah, little I mean, campsite it was like, by a lake. It was like by a lake or it was by like a body of water and yeah. there were like children. I mean, it was kind of an isolated area. It wasn't yeah. in Wakanda. It was somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, but he's being deprogrammed and healed, which is super cool. And if anybody can do it, that little girl can. Oh, yes. Yes, she can. So. And it was mentioned that, you know, when they brought Martin Freeman to Wakanda, it was mentioned, like, you know, do you need another white boy to fix? And most of us knew from the post credit scene on Winter Soldier that he was already there being put on ice till they could figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, 
Right. Kind of makes you wonder. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins got all healed up too. Kind of makes you wonder where Cap kind of went off to. You know, like. Mm, well, he had to grow that beard. Yeah. And get like super sexy. So he probably didn't feel he, so. He had to get his like costume done in like dark colors <laughs> and get the beard. So he needed a little time to get that together. He probably didn't feel like super safe. Feel like super safe there anyway, or maybe like the child was even like, yeah, maybe maybe you don't want to like you know just. Maybe you want to go on out. But it does look like he's somewhere in like Eastern Europe, though, in the Infinity War promos. Yeah. When we see him and, yeah. and Nat in the beginning there. Um, so let's talk about how uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has redeemed the actors who has both played the Human Torch. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan in the last Fantastic Four movie. And Chris Evans, who played the Human Torch in the first two Fantastic Four mm-hmm. movies. I say first two. There was another Fantastic Four movie in the 90s, though. But mm. uh, that one was even worse than the other ones that we got the recently. The only one that, di- that I didn't totally think sucked was like the ver- was the first one. Yeah. With like Jessica Alba and Michael Chiklis. And, yeah. But and Chris Evans. Chris Evans. But even that, it wasn't the best thing ever. But it was okay. But the other one's like... Silver Surfer was... Terrible. I just caught that the other day. I forgot Captain Yeah, the reboot just completely was so freaking bad. That was just I can't. I do not even care. I don't even care. So that's cool. Yep. Yeah, so those those guys have been um, definitely been redeemed. Now, we had a lot of speculation on several episodes of of our show over the last, like, I don't know, six months that this is where the Soul Stone is going to be here. The Soul Stone was going to be, you know, what what prompted their technological advances and and all this other stuff. We were we were so confident about it, but no. But then it begs the question: like, why do we end up having a battle there? Like, something has to be there. So my thought is now that the Soul Stone is in someone that we're that we don't this know. Is yet. True. We there was some thought that it was in Hemdall possibly. And maybe he's there hiding out, yeah. or I, you know, I don't know. Right. But but I think maybe that is it's in someone or in somebody's armor, and they end up in Wakanda for some reason. Or it was and that's in why the, the meteorite battle, of of um, possibly you know that hit that hit the yeah, hit and that it just wasn't something that they really had paid attention to because they were so focused on that awesome reserve, vibranium. super powerful vibranium, yeah. yeah. Do you wonder if you know? I, I do wonder though. Did Captain have him make a new shield for him when he was there? You know. Well, I guess he said, "Get this man a shield." I kind of you know? feel like Cap needs to have more than one shield at this point, and Bucky probably needs a shield too. He's kind of on the run. He didn't right? have his arm anymore. He doesn't have a star arm. His arm was vibranium. So mm-hmm. maybe th- maybe he's getting a new vibranium arm. Yeah. That doesn't have evil purposes and didn't kill like Tony Stark's dad or whatever. So yeah, that you're right though. You really segmented into our our next um, our next uh, segment here, which is what's next for Wakanda. You know, well, we know there's a huge battle. Yeah. So there has to be some reason why our man with the gauntlet is attacking Wakanda. Right, and those guys are all streaming out of what could be that um, you know that rainforest they say is part of the impenetrable, like the fourth. The fourth wall is like three mountain ranges and and the the rainforest or what. Protects it. It looks like those aliens, snailians, are those snailians were all streaming over out of uh, yeah. yeah out of the forest. And then so. Bucky and Cap and Nat. So Falcon, Falcon, Hulk, Hulk, yeah, Black Panther. They're all coming out. All those Wakandan warriors. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But we know we're going to see these guys again. We know there's going to be a big battle. Probably going to be using a lot of the technology. 
and, you know, figuring out. That was one thing. Um, in the Infinity War trailers, the two things that we've seen so far, Cap has that thing on his arm, like the claw. Didn't see anybody using that. And we see a lot of that in the Infinity War promo. We see a lot of people with those, those But claws. you saw the, the claw guy had, like, that arm gauntlet. Yeah. That he was using to att- to trash the cars. No, no, they they were like um they were like uh, shredder claw- claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know yeah, that's what they look like. They look like those like things arm- I bought you to shred chicken. With. Oh, I use those all the time. <laughs> but yeah, but like so, but you can see like other applications for the use of that very hard metal. So yeah, it's like claws. You could put like something in like a like a shield. You could you know have it in like a thing on your arm that. Propels thing, propels things, and yeah. I mean, I don't know. She's very creative, so we'll have to see what what she has up her sleeve for fighting aliens Oof. and the biggest jerk ever with this gauntlet of infinity stones. He's got to wonder how much stuff like did they know about you know the tech and all that stuff about from Black Panther for in the Infinity War movie, like how much access to the footage and the you know like the the story, like the screenplay, probably obviously had access to, but how much did they see before they shot those scenes? I don't know, but I'm sure whatever they did in this movie, they're going to build on it and have more cool tech from both Tony yeah. and the folks from Wakanda. Yeah, Guardians so too. It'll be pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, totally Z's. So, anyway, it was an awesome movie. I hope you guys get a chance to see it and that you enjoy it as much as we did. And, uh, you know, we'll keep updating you on uh, anything we see from the Marvel Universe coming forward. And, you know, we're super amped for Infinity War. So, until next week, we, uh, you know, we encourage you to go to our website, prisondad.com. Learn about our books. Learn about our things and stuff. Learn about, um, or, you know, read about our other podcasts. Check out our other podcasts. You know, check out our books. All sorts of fun stuff. And go see Black Panther, guys. I'm pretty sure everybody, yeah. Yeah, like, what are you doing if you you haven't seen it? Yeah, why'd you listen to this if you didn't see it? There's packed theaters of people checking this movie out. It's pretty dope. I'm pretty sure. Guys are missing out. I'm pretty sure this is a... Nobody wanted it spoiled. So, um, you know, remember, It's a Con is at the South Mall in Allentown, Pennsylvania on March 17th, 18th. It's a free con. You should come check it out and, uh, you know... Give us the. It's also St. Patrick's Day, so woohoo! I'm Irish, so I'm all about that. I'll be having a fun time. I won't be drinking because it's in a mall. Will you be dressed as a leprechaun? I don't know. I'm going to surprise people. So you never know what I might do. Until. I usually say until next week, but until the next time we feel like doing a podcast. Later, Gators.